The theme for this month in terms of sales is personality types. Tina and I are um, personality quiz taker junkies. We love taking uh, all the all the personality quizzes, and our personality types obviously match. I think actually we are both well close to the same Myers Briggs. Yes, I think we are the same. You're an Correct. ENFJ. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. Almost all of my friends are ENFJs. And that, uh, there for a while, I was like, is Myers-Briggs rigged so that everybody gets <laughs> ENFJ? <laughs> no, just the cool just... people. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does everyone I know keep getting this same result for personalities? Welcome to the Juicy Closers podcast, where it's all about juicing your sales game so you can earn more money in less time. Join us in creating Yes Closers. Subscribe now to never miss a juicy tip. Now, here are your hosts, Tina Gray and Janelle Holden. Hey, Janelle. How's it going today? Oh my gosh, my allergies is kicking my ass, honestly. <laughs> so if you hear me coughing and like kind of sound like I'm dying, that's, that's why. How yeah. about you? Same. It's so funny. I was out today. It was very nice here. So sitting outside doing some work this morning and I came back in, my nose was running. (laughs) I was sneezing like mad. So if you hear me sneezing, I'm not quite as bad as you, I don't think, but it is definitely allergy season. Um, And I'm happy to see green grass back here. Um, So I'm, I, We'll say thank you and be in gratitude for at least that part of the allergy season. So, yeah, um, we've got some exciting stuff to talk about today. And both of us just got done making sales. Woo! Yay! Yeah. yeah. And it's a uh, full pay, babies. Yeah. On a one full- call close, our favorite kind. A full pay Friday. Um, thus far, I've got two more calls to go today. I don't know how many you have, but uh, we've got more opportunities to make it a full pay Friday. All the oh way. my gosh, I love that full pay Fridays, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to hear about your call first. Uh, what was your secret sauce today? Because you told me right before we got on here that this person didn't even know the price, didn't know much about what was going on. So um, how'd you make that sale? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm actually really happy to share this story. Um, so this lady had booked in a call a few months back and decided to cancel the call um, because she wasn't ready to join anything until October of this year. And so today when she booked in, same thing. She wasn't ready to join until later in the year. Um, But we just talked through her vision for her business, what she's looking to do, what kind of support she's looking for. And um, it turns out she hasn't even seen the pitch. She doesn't know what entails, what what the offer entails at all and details. And I didn't go into specific details with her either. I just kind of told her exactly those pieces that she's looking for that is covered in the offer. So that's another pro tip, guys. Don't oversell it because then it just gets way too complicated. Um, But yeah, we just talked through things like a normal conversation. My dog was in the background snoring. She heard it. We laughed. She had a cat. It was great rapport. And towards the end, I gave her an option of, okay, you know, with I understanding that you don't want to officially start because you're currently in this other job, 
um, you know, what if we got you started now? And that way you can start going through some of the learning content and the modules and, you know, the educational pieces, but not officially start you until November is what we decided. And what that means for her with officially starting is actually getting the one-on-one and the group support um, and the Q&A part of it. Because um, in this program, you get a whole team of amazing experts to help you grow your business. So she was really excited. And um, plus it helped that we had a juicy bonus of you know an extra $500 off if she decided to do it. And um, a few other bonuses that she was very excited to hear about. So super easy. I was like, okay, well, then you want to go do it? And she's like, yep, let's go. Let's do it. It's just money, I say. And I'm like, all right, let's get you started. And I took her credit card number and uh, now she's in. Just communicated with the team. We're not officially you know, starting her clock until November, but she was happy as a cucumber because, or is it cool as a cucumber? I don't know. I don't think I'm I saying like happy right. as a cucumber. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. I'm happy as an eggplant, happy as a carrot, definitely happy as a cucumber. I mean, you know, cool, calm and collected, you know, and it was no drama, just cool. Let's, let's get it. So, um, I was just bragging to you before this. Cause I was like, man, you know, this is pretty cool because, she didn't know what the offer was, the pricing was. She wasn't even ready to get started, but boom, she joined and she paid all up front. So must have been something in there that was done right. <laughs> yeah, you you brought your secret sauce to that call. Um, and I have to say, I'm super impressed. That's really amazing. That, And I want to just reinforce some things from what you said to listeners is that if someone has timing as an issue, you can do exactly what Tina did and get them started with whatever product or service you're selling. Now they just might not pick it up until November. They might not, you know, get all the perks and benefits until then, but they could pay in advance and maybe they get access to something. I think she gets access to the course yeah. um, in the meantime. So she mm-hmm. gets a, kind of an extra perk for paying in advance. And then she gets to decide on her timing. Um, so it's perfect. You don't have to convince people like way back when, when we first started doing this, um, I don't know if you remember if you were on this training, but um, we had someone who was training us in sales um, who <laughs> you'll laugh when you hear this story, who basically said we were going through a launch where people had lots of timing objections and people were saying things like, well, I've got a wedding this summer, you know, and um, in our trainer was like, you should say to them, well, how important, how committed are you? Are you going to, you know, let this wedding stand in the way? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yes. Yes. A wedding is a once in a lifetime kind of thing and I'm in it. And I, you know, this course is going to take a backseat to that. Um, so (laughs) I think, I don't think it's worth trying to aggressively like beat people down into you must do this now or you're a loser type of thing. Like, like people can do it at their own timing. And I had a similar one. I had um, my call uh, with, with a woman who decided to say yes. Similarly, she had been wondering, is this the right timing? She's another in another course that I happen to have enrolled her for, for a different client. So very funny. Um, I, 
this doesn't happen very often for us, but it's happened to me probably mm, six or seven times where I've talked to people who have bought other things with other people. And I'm just right up front. I'm like, I'm really excited to see you again. I'm really excited to hear how things have gone for you since you first purchased that. Here's the deal. You know, I work for both people. I do admissions sales for both people. So she was really excited to see me again. We got caught up. Like there was instant rapport because we had talked in January and she loved the um, product that she bought in January that I helped her with. And so this was like the next step for her. Um, It was a very easy conversation and she had the money available. It was just a question of, do I really want to part with the money right now? And once we worked through some of those fears and uh, really actually focused on what she wanted and how she was going to use this, she was like, done, I'm in, let's go. Gave her the bonuses, offered those to her, and yeah, one call close. So we are in the process of developing a program called Sales Camp, where we're going to be training people to do what we do um, and to do sales with integrity and authenticity. And we've been playing around with names for it. And one of the names that everyone seems to like is, you know, the art of the one call close. And (laughs) Tina was her her objection to it was like, well, you know, one call closes are, we can't guarantee that for people. And, and that certainly doesn't happen on every single call for us. Um, it's one, two, three calls a lot of times to close. Um, but those one call closes are special. And I do think there is a certain thing, there's a certain art to it um, that just makes you feel good um, at the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. And woohoo, Janelle, that's so good. I'm so glad that she booked on with you again, because that really solidifies that rapport. And I love that you were very transparent about it. Like, hey, I know you. We spoke before. (laughs) Let's not make this weird. It's all good. Um, And so I just want to acknowledge that. Amazing. And yeah, to your point, one call closes are are great. And um, you obviously love it because then there's no follow-ups. There's no extra work behind it. But um, even if you didn't close on that specific call, I would still call, I would still count one call closes as ones where you maybe you just needed an email follow-up, but you're really not getting back on the phone again because you've done an amazing job connecting with them and pitching to them already. So it might just be a few little minor details later. But yeah, um, we love doing sales that way. And because we're so good at it, we want to help you become better at it and, you know, kind of really dive deep into it. And this is going to be a course where more for experienced salespeople. Um, We love the newbies. You're going to have to start somewhere. We're going to have something down the line for you. But right now we really want to sharpen and fine tune these amazing salespeople that you are. Um, And if you want to dip into the coaching space, this is it. This is where the money's at. It's really fun. You get to work from wherever you want. So um, yeah, just tune in and we're going to share more about it. um, Yeah. We're hoping to um, have it available to purchase soon, but everything will start in August. So um, we're still working on making it amazing. It's going to be amazing and, and fun and incredible. And I think there will be opportunities yesterday when I was working with, um, our mastermind, uh, they gave me feedback around having an opportunity for people to 
uh, go that extra step with us and um, have a internship in the sense of um, getting more one-on-one support, being following us, shadowing us, seeing what we do on a day-to-day basis and getting um, a lot more support. So there, there will likely be an opportunity to get um, much more in-depth coaching and training from us as well as sales camp itself. So more on that later. Um, we're really excited about that. I've just gotten back from vacation this week. I'm still in kind of vacation land. This was my first sales call after vacation. I have to say it's fun when you make a sale right after vacation because you're like, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> yes, you do. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm all relaxed. I was like, oh, whatever happens, happens. You know, did a little bit of prep work before the call, but um, I want to give a shout out, a, a sales pitch for vacations. Everyone should take one. Uh, it has been, um, well, we had a vacation in December over Christmas, but you know, like most people, we're, we weren't going anywhere. So it wasn't like it was that much different from the same old, same old work routine. Um, so this was really fun because um, I went somewhere different and got new perspective and came back feeling refreshed. And in any job and any work, I think it really helps. And especially in jobs where you might feel a lot of stress in which sales is one of them usually. And so taking some time to just completely check out and uh, as Tina would put it, be in witness protection is really good for you. And oh my goodness, Janelle was totally in witness protection because I I saw you post on Instagram, just like a story of the video or the pictures of the place you went. And it was so beautiful. And I remember leaving a little comment like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. Hope you're having fun. Complete silence. And I'm like, okay, she's not even looking at her DMs on Instagram. That's fine. Um, And I had to make some big decision moves for us for the business while she was gone or while you were gone. And um, I decided, you know what? let's just completely leave Janelle out of this. Let her really enjoy her vacation completely, you know, present with her husband um, and doing all those crazy hikes that you love to do. And I'm just going to make this decision and I know you're going to support me. And I'm so glad you came back and you were very happy with it. And, um, you know, we're able to really keep you away from all of that. Yeah, I'm so, so grateful you did and you made the decision that you made and you didn't loop me in. Um, For those of you who don't have business partners, I got to say you should get one because they're pretty amazing. Um, (laughs) It really is. It's really fun to do this together and to be able to step away and know that somebody else who thinks pretty much just like you is there handling everything and you can trust that person. So I'm really grateful, Tina. Thank you for so much for making that vacation possible. And um, for those of you who are looking at getting into business, I, I would suggest considering that, considering doing it as a partnership. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, for a lot of people, most, most people tend to go into businesses with their best friends, right? And there's always that fear of like, oh my gosh, what if it ruins the friendship or um, it just makes it weird because all these different things. Um, But 
Janelle and I have proven that it's totally doable. And the thing is, we became even more best friends as we got into business together. And, um, you know, and we recruited one of my old friends from college and now she's part of our team and we're all best friends. And so it's really doable, guys. Um, Just make sure that you find the right people that's fit for the job. And everything else is super fun because like we're laughing all the time, sending gifts to each other um, <laughs> and just having a great time. That's that's GIFs to each other yes. as well as GIFT. We are big into gifting as well, but gifts. Yes, we love to laugh. And I was just with our coach. You were there too for two days. We had a retreat and a woman came and spoke about her business. And she's like, I was really clear that what I wanted to create was a business that I could uh, manage without a lot of employees and that I had a small team. And that's really what we've created is a really great small team that works well together. And um, the more we work together, the better it gets. So it's been a super fun journey. Speaking of which, this month, May, um, the theme for this month in terms of sales is personality types. And our personality types obviously match. I think actually we are both, well, close to the same Myers-Briggs. Yes. I think we are the same. ENFJ. You're an ENFJ. Yes. Uh Yeah. Almost all of my friends are ENFJs. And that, uh, there for a while, I was like, is Myers-Briggs rigged so that everybody gets <laughs> ENFJ? <laughs> no, just the just... cool people. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does everyone I know keep getting this same result for personalities? So Tina and I are um, personality quiz taker junkies. We love taking uh, all the all the personality quizzes. In fact, we have a sales quiz on our website at defysales.com that is super fun to take. If you haven't taken it yet, go there, um, see how good you are at sales. It's It'll make you laugh um, and you'll get some good feedback at the end. Um, but we created that because we really love quizzes and uh, personality type indicators. I've read quite a few books on it. I'm sure Tina has because she has a psychology degree, right? Um, So, but when it comes to sales, I think it's really interesting about personality types. Do you want to share a little bit about how you think about personality types when it comes to sales, Tina? Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that everybody is different, right? So personality types come into play hugely when it comes to sales, because not only is there so many different types of salespeople, there's also so many different types of buyers and prospects. And oftentimes, you know, we don't always get matched up perfectly (laughs) and that's okay. But as a salesperson, and for the most part, if you're in sales, you're probably more on the extroverted side right? You like to talk, you like to connect, you like to build rapport. Um, and sometimes you get paired with people that are not very enthusiastic and talkative. And so it's you know important for you to match kind of their personality and understand what 
their needs are and who they are when it comes to the conversations, when it comes to the rapport building. Um, otherwise, it gets really awkward and weird. And, and for example, you know, <laughs> when you get onto a call and with Zoom nowadays, you typically pop on and you see each other's faces. Now, for me personally, I'm very bubbly. I'm very excited. I have lots of energy. And so when that person pops on and they're instantly smiling and like, hi, and like, you know, all the things, I'm like, yes, this is my person. Do you feel like that sometimes, Janelle? Oh, yeah. I, I can definitely feel the connection, whether there's a good connection or not, within a second or two with the person. Yes. And I love that you said that because I was going to say, you know, the whole saying you had me at hello. It's so true because you can tell right away if this person's going to be fun to talk to the next 30 minutes or more, or is it going to be kind of a drag? And for some of the ones that, you know, I don't hundred percent am excited for, um, are the ones that come up and they're just really like, piss looking sometimes <laughs> like they're, they're tired or just low energy. And so I'll be like, hi, I'm Tina. Nice to meet you. And they'll be like, hi. <laughs> like, oh dear. It's going to be a long one. And as, and so like, you know, I have to tone myself down, which is not something I like to do, <laughs> but I, but I have to. Right. And so that's where personality types come in. Um, and you know, there's so many different ways to go about it. And I don't want to get into like the nitty gritties of all of that, but basically it's how they show up and how you feel and how you connect with them. And so it's a matter of matching them as best as possible. So that way I'm not always, hi, yeah, ooh, let's do this. This is exciting. And they're like, oh gosh, this girl talks too much. She's way too <laughs> awake right now. How much caffeine did she have? You know, um, and finding that good balance in between because you know, sometimes you talk about very serious things and then they get into that the emotional state and you don't want to be like laughing or just like being all high energy. You want to kind of match them and come down to that too. So um, lots of things when it comes to personalities. Yeah. What I'm hearing actually that you're talking about is that rapport building, the start of the call where you're, you're, um, I wanted to say figuring people out. I don't really think you can figure anyone out, but you're matching energy with them or you're, you're, you're understanding where they're coming at from an energy perspective right away. And their, their pers personality might be different if they're shy or they're introverted or they're extroverted. Um, and yeah, I could see you would be doing really, really well with the extroverts. And I tend to attract the introverts a lot of times in my coaching business. I, I attracted a lot of introverts, um, I think because I felt safe with me and, and I hopefully, yeah, I've always created a safe space for people. Um, and I'm not quite at the level 10 energy that you are usually I'm like maybe <laughs> eight. Uh, I think it's interesting. I've, I've read a few books on, on sales and personalities that I'll recommend, um, in our segment called the juice at the end. Um, and I've, try to be, I try to analyze people in the middle of having a sales conversation with them. Like, who are they? You know, what kind of personality type are they, um, as I'm talking to someone. And actually that's never worked for me. <laughs> if I'm too into analyzing someone then I'm not really connecting with them. 
What I have noticed though, is that when it comes to making the final decision about whether to purchase something, there is a specific type of personality that I've noticed that comes through. And that's the analyzer. That is the person who really wants to read and know everything and feel like they like they've done all of their research. They've read all of the fine print. They know exactly what's happening before they say yes. And usually I'm not, I'm going to try not to stereotype by profession here, but typically this is lawyers, accountants, engineers, scientists, um, that engineer mindset of like, I just want the facts. I want to purchase based on logic, not on emotion. Um, Really, I think all of us purchase on emotion and then back it up by our, we justify it. But um, I, I will say I have total respect for that buying. My, my husband's like that. He was a science teacher. He reads all the reviews. You know, he reads, he spends hours on purchasing something that's like 50 bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be bothered. You know, I'm like, it looks good to me. Boom, you know, like, <laughs> um, but I respect that. And it actually has helped us in a lot of ways when he's purchased things that were really good for us with that sort of mentality. So that's where I feel like personality types come into play. And we'll, we'll talk more about that this month. Um, uh, we'll go into more depth about personalities, but that's really where I see it, where people are, you know, feel more reserved in their buying and decision process than other folks. Exactly. Um, and that is a very good place where it go, uh, where yes, it does come into play. So I'm glad that you mentioned it. The analyzer personality is super important because they're going to be there asking all the questions and you need to have those answers ready for them. And, you know, last month we talked about pitches and scripts. So that's going to all tie in now because you already know answers to everything at this point, right? Hopefully that's the case before you get on a sales call. Um, but with the analyzer personality, you know, you're going to have to give them exactly meet them where they are. Because if they ask you a question about, you know, the service and you answer in a emotional way of like, well, you know, it's going to be great. You're going to feel great. They're like, no, no, I don't want that. Like, tell me exactly what I can get from it. You know, not the <laughs> feeling great part, but the the logical, uh, tangible stuff. So, um, we're gonna dive deeper into those. But uh, I love that you brought up that point. And there are a few other um, types of personalities too, and the ones that I think of right now, um, which typically can be an easier sell is, um, more of that idealist personality where it's like, everything is great. It's going to be awesome. Um, which is good, right? Because for the most part, they're motivated and they want to buy, but you want to make sure they're not like their expectations aren't so high that it's not, um, something that's met once they join or buy. Yeah. Right. Where they, if they, those types of folks were off, will often mishear things. So they will, they will hear what they want to hear in the pitch. And then after they bought and like, it's been a week or two, they'll go, Hey, wait, I thought I got blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't because they were in such a high of buying. They were like, Oh, this is going to tick all the boxes. They didn't quite understand that they, you know, it might not meet every single box that they wanted. So you have to be really clear with them about, and just so you know, you won't have lifetime access to this, you know, or just so you know, like 
let's make sure you've got you've got a two week window to get your money back or whatever. So I I like to reinforce the things that I know would cause them issues in that conversation with those folks. That's a really good tip, Tina. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Um, so guys, I hope you're getting really excited because you know we're going to cover so much more for May with personalities. And um, we really look forward to uncovering all the things about your personalities in the this month. Yeah, we're, we'll be giving some great resources for how to assess your own personality, how to look at your sales, selling personality, your buyer's personalities. So there's lots um, to go. And in this next episode of The Juice, which you can find on patreon.com forward slash juicy closers, um, we will talk a little bit about books we've read about personalities that uh, you might want to put on your bookshelf to help you make more sales. All right. See you over there. Thanks, Juicy Closers listeners. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. So listen, would you like to be a little bit more in the know with us and get some special juice for free? We have a newsletter just for listeners that we'd love to give you. Just go to our website, defysales.com forward slash updates to subscribe. Juicy Closers is brought to you by Defy Sales. It is written and hosted by Tina Gray and Janelle Holden. Produced and edited by Julie Tran, creative writer Valeska Griffiths. Music for this episode composed by Drew Pigeon. And special thanks to Tijuana Ship and Eloisa Villanueva.